Welcome to Words with Weaver, episode three. Um, today we have a special guest, Adam. Um, he was so nice to come and meet with me and do this podcast. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, kind of who you are and what you're about? Yeah, so my name is Adam Wood. Um, I ran collegiately at BYU from 2018 to 2022. Um, I graduated with a degree in exercise science. Um, currently up here in Logan mm-hmm. with my wife Mika, who runs Retail State. Yeah, go so, Mika! Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of me. So. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So, how did you initially get into running, and kind of what was the recruiting process like um, when you were in high school and going into college? Yeah, so I think I got into running kind of the same cliche way as everybody did. I. You know, there was the mile in middle school and stuff like that. And I was yeah. I, I was pretty good at that, you know. And um, I played a lot of other sports, but I wasn't very good. I played soccer for a couple of years. Uh, but I feel I, like a lot of runners come from soccer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's good for, like, uh, competitiveness and stuff. But yeah. I didn't have the, the footwork skills to continue. So I just, just decided to run. Um, and I ran all four years in high school. Uh, I started when I was a freshman, so that was uh, that was good. I was on the same same uh, team as my wife in high yeah. school, so that's kind of how we met. Um, Aw, high school sweethearts. Yes, high, high school sweethearts. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, Harriman High School. Shout out to the, yeah. to the Mustangs. So, like, when did coaches start reaching out to you? Um, you know, to be honest, I was like a – I describe myself as kind of like a late bloomer because I didn't get any – kind of uh, recruiting calls or anything like that until my senior track season, kind of in in January. Yeah, so um, I emailed a lot of other schools, a lot of schools like here in Utah, Utah State, um, Mm -hmm. SU and stuff like that. But that's kind of like late in the recruiting process. Most most schools, you know. junior year. Yeah, Yeah. junior year or summer, right? So they, Mm -hmm. you know, so I – I didn't get a lot of a lot of hubbub, but the main two schools that kind of uh, that kind of talked to me was uh, Portland and BYU. Um, so. And what kind of drew you to BYU? Was it Coach Istone, the program, the school? Yeah, so I mean BYU was like really good at that time. You know, they were always competing nationally, um, always finishing up on the podium, which I really liked. Um, I had a teammate, uh, a high school teammate who went to BYU, who just took second at nationals at the time. It was Rory Linkletter. And okay. so I, that inspired me. I was like, oh, you know, I could, if he could do it, like, why could yeah. I not do something there? Yeah, so, for sure. um, that's why I liked it. That's, and also I, uh, I get homesick. I feel yeah. like a little bit. And so I went, I was on my visit in Portland and, uh, I was just there, and I was kind of getting sad because, like, I'm going to miss my family. Like, I need to be close to home. So yeah. that was kind of the main the main reasons. But. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, so what do you think, like, the transition into college from high school training-wise and academics-wise and social, how did that kind of go for you? Yeah, honestly, the, the jump between high school and college was, for me at least, was a lot bigger than I thought it was thought it was yeah. going to be I I remember I got to I was the best on my team in high school and then I got to BYU and I was like one of the worst basically you know I was just yeah. a freshman coming in and there was these people who had been doing it for a while who were just so much better than me and the gap just seemed huge 
And uh, so it was really hard at first, especially the mileage. That was the first thing. I went from running 40 miles a week to running like 70 miles in like one summer. And that was just exhausting. And and the volume in workouts, obviously, like, you know, like the volume in workouts is like usually a lot more than in high school, at least. Yeah. What was the intensity? Was the intensity more or less than high school? Because I know for me, it was like more last year, but this year it's definitely less intense. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, for me, it was like. And this is just how, like, I feel like Coach Isome and, like, the BYU men do things is, like, he just is, like, high volume in, like, mileage and then also, like, high volume in, work- in workouts. So, like, the paces and stuff we were we were doing, like, wasn't too crazy, right? But it's, like, yeah. it's just a lot of it, right? Yeah. So most of the guys on the team, you know, were running, like, 100 miles a week and we're doing workouts with, like, 12 miles of volume in it twice a week plus, yeah. you know, fast, long runs. Yeah. So it's, like, it's a lot to – take in you know as a freshman all at once right oh yeah for sure so but I feel like college running is also kind of about development and like yes yes and coach Eyestone is really good at that yeah for sure you know like um I think the biggest thing is obviously like staying healthy and I think a lot of coaches realize that that the the big gains don't come from necessarily like big workouts but come from like just getting your mileage in yeah, yeah for months and seasons on at a time so oh, yeah yeah. yeah. Being a student athlete, how do you think that that kind of affected your college experience? Um, was it harder to keep up with academics? Was it harder to like have a social life or were you just kind of like focused on running and you loved having your teammates? Oh, so I don't, I was just a runner all five years of college. So I don't know what I missed out on, but I, I, I will say I probably was very different. I was just, I'm obsessed. I really like to run. So I and I really didn't pay attention to school too much. And so, um, so it's like the sacrifice is worth it. Yeah, for sure. Like it's like, it's a once in a lifetime experience. And I think, you know, I, I understood that and cause you know, nowhere else are you going to be able to like go and, uh, have like a school, like pay for you to go to these meets and have these opportunities and, you know, you get free shoes, free stuff. So it's like, it was mostly about like making the most of that opportunity while still doing as good as I can, yeah. you know, academic-wise, yeah. right? No, for sure, yeah. So so what do you think was your favorite perk of being a student athlete? Was it free shoes, the traveling? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say it's, it's it was the food. Yeah. Uh, we got at BYU, you know, you, yeah. we got taken care of. We got the fuel card. We got Snack Shack and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's like... Well, every D1 program, I feel like, treats their athletes really well, and um, food is a big thing, obviously, exactly. if you're training a lot. So yeah, I didn't. I mean, I did not have to cook for myself for yeah, four that's years, crazy. So I was taken care of for sure. Yeah, most college students would not be able to say that. So that's definitely a good perk. Um, so you did say that you're like obsessed with running. How does the repetitive in and out, like every day, you go for a run, you do this, you do core, you whatever, does that ever get draining? And also, like, how do you stay motivated when it starts getting to you? Yeah, for sure. Like, I would say it's definitely draining. And I feel like my biggest thing is I try not to – I try not to focus on staying motivated because motivation is just a feeling, and and it's natural for it to come and go. And it's, like, natural to not feel motivated to do stuff. And I think that I – try and focus on just doing what I said I was going to do. Um, and for me, that kind of helps me, that kind of helps me stay motivated and that kind of helps me stay just focused. You know, it's, it doesn't yeah. matter how I feel. 
I just like I have a goal, so I will try and take those steps. Yeah. To do it. No, so. I agree. It motivation definitely comes and goes, and some days you can't control it, so it's hard. But um, so what do you tell yourself when you're in the middle of a hard rep, a hard workout, a race? What do you tell yourself to keep going and like to keep that motivation to reach your goal at a high? Yeah, I, you know, I try and the biggest thing I'm thinking about, especially for me now, is I just try and think like keep it, keeping it simple. You know, I think in the moment I like to you know, think about the worst case scenario or yeah. I overthink the splits sometimes, you know, and workouts and stuff like that. When in reality, like it's just running and, you know, you're trying to just put your best foot forward. Right. Yeah. And so I just try and keep things simple and just focus on kind of like what I'm doing at that moment instead of. Yeah. Going to the- oh, keeping things simple then. What else do you do in your training besides running and maybe some core work? Yeah. So I'll do, uh, I lift, right. So um, I'll lift twice a week. Uh, I'm trying to get more consistent on that. I, at BYU it was nice because, yeah. you know, we had a schedule, we had time and stuff like that, but I'm working now. So I, I have a little yeah. bit of less time, but I'm trying to lift more consistently. I think that's important for injury prevention and stuff like that. Um, and I've really been focused on like trying to keep my eating, uh, eating good because yeah. Again, I didn't have to cook for myself for a really long time, so now I have to figure out how to actually fuel myself. Um, and now your wife all. cooks for you, so yeah, you, you know, don't she, have to cook. She cooks for me. I'm trying to be better at not making her do all that stuff for me, trying to take some responsibility, but it's hard. So yeah. those are like my two biggest things. You know, I, I try and I'm, right now I'm just trying to eat. Yeah, eat, eat so. enough. Because you switched over to mar- half marathon and marathon training, yeah. correct? Yeah. So what was that like? Have you been upping your mileage, or what? How's your training different now? Yeah, you know what? Like honestly, my mileage isn't that uh, different than what I was doing in college. Because again, you know, Coach Isom, he just high mileage, right? But I think the the biggest change is the the focus on sessions, right? So, you know, when I was in college, we were more focused on doing like faster, like five k pace stuff, right? Yeah. Now, like my biggest session of the week is like a twenty four mile long run. Right. It's crazy, yeah. At, you know, 80% marathon effort, right? So it's like the long run takes a way bigger um, way bigger priority. And with that comes like fueling and stuff like that, which is also another reason why I'm focusing on doing this. So like, that. do you fuel while you're running on those long runs or how does that work? Yeah, you know, I try to. You recover faster when you do. So I try to at least have a little, uh, a little drink or, or gel, yeah. But um, when it's like, when I have those really big sessions, I'll uh I'll put I'll put water bottles out and I'll and I'll go and stop and drink in the middle of my runs or you know sometimes I'll make Mika drive and hand me a water bottle and, and I'll, yeah. I'll give it back to her and stuff like that so um, it's all about calories and stuff like that when it comes to the marathon so it's it's very different than anything collegiately yeah so. now that you're out of the collegiate world do you kind of manage that on your own or do you have a coach telling you you need to be eating this much you need to be lifting you need to be everything yeah so I actually Rory Linkletter he's my friend but he writes my workouts and stuff like that and um you know it's all it's really nice because uh it's a lot more personalized you know like sometimes like collegiately right you're on a team and you know it is in individualized like to a certain point right and then you know at the end of the day like it's a workout for like everybody to get better right whereas these I feel like if I'm not feeling good a certain day or whatever, you know, I can just text, you know, Rory and 
and tell them, like, hey, like, what do you think about this? And it's, it's a lot more um, just myself, which I appreciate. Yeah, I feel like you're a really tough and, like, intrinsically motivated person because Mika would always tell me, like, oh, he's not feeling well, but he has a double workout or <laughs> something like that. And, like, yeah. you just – you always are on the grind. Um, has it ever gotten to you? Like, have you ever felt weak? Yes. I, I'll tell you this much – I raced my first marathon in December, and it actually went really well. Um, but the last couple months leading into that marathon, I was, I was very tired, and I was like, oh, I'm excited for this to be over. So Yeah, um, just like the end of the training block. Yeah, yeah, because honestly, you know, like when you get to the end of a training block, you know, you you stack all these weeks on top of one another, and the fatigue starts to build up, and it just gets hard, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Your body kind of like hits a point where it's like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. So, but, oh, well, tell us more about your marathon and you did so well. So, yeah. So the, the goal going into it obviously was get the Olympic trials, uh, mark, which is, uh, under 218. Right. And that's yeah. about 515 pace. I was able to do that until about the last mile and I kind of fell off a little bit, um, but I ran 218.37, right, which is, it's like. Insane. Yeah, it's like, it's it's good. And, you know, I, I'm i very proud of it for sure, especially with how I was feeling that last month. Yeah. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to finish, but. Um, no, I think you should be really proud of that. It's, yeah. It's a good accomplishment. It, it went good. I got another marathon coming up in June, so. Yeah, don't you have, when's your next race? What's on the schedule? Yeah, so my next race is actually, it's in Washington, D.C. It's a half marathon. So, uh, my family lives out there, so I'm using it as, like, a good excuse to go visit them and stuff like that. So, I'll be, that's March 18th, so that's in, like, a couple weeks, that's in, like, two or three weeks, but, so that's getting close, and then after that, I'm trying to decide what I want to do. I might want to run a track 10K, never done it before, and... Yeah, because you did steeple. Yeah, I was a steepler, so never did a 10K. I did the 5K, but that was about as long as I ever got, but... A 10K might be fun if I can get fit enough for it. We'll see how the half marathon goes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what you do next. Um, so tell us a little bit more about how working full-time and training, like how to find that balance. Yeah, it's um, it's for sure tough. Like, you know, obviously, like, because you have to be, you have to work. Yeah. Right? And you necessarily, like, you don't have to run at the end of the day, right? So it's... Uh, it's definitely, it was tricky finding a balance for sure in, uh, in the fall. I think, I think this kind of go around, I've, I've done some things to kind of help, uh, help balance it a little bit better. Um, kind of alleviate some stress on both sides. Yeah. I think sleep is like, is a really big thing. And I think also making sure that like I have time for other things outside of running and work, obviously. Right. So, um, doing stuff to like decompress, that's not, you know, work or running related, I think is is a big thing, but it, it's tough. You know, I'm getting up before work and running and then after work I'm running as well. And, yeah. And, um, but it's okay. I, I enjoy running. So it's like, it's not too bad of a, too bad of a thing. So. Yeah. Um, what are some things that you like to do besides running and working that kind of like maybe some hobbies or. Yeah. Like so I like to, honestly, I, I like to play video games. I also like to watch a lot of like, I love watching shows and yeah. movies and stuff like that. I kind of like to critique them and stuff. So, you know what? Basically, it's just being lazy. Hey, that's fine, yeah. right? Yeah, I um, 
you're kind of living a pro life uh, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. You, you know, take out the work part, and it's and then it's know. pro, right? Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll play video games. I'll I'll walk my dog. You know, I'll, um, I'll hang out with Mika and stuff like that. But yeah, what what is the show that you're binging right now? Um, I'm watching Game of Thrones. Okay. For the second time. I run out of shows to watch, and so, you know, it is what it is. Mika's trying to get me to watch Gossip Girl. Oh, and, yeah, you know, she loves I, that show. She does. I started watching that with her, but she left me behind. So oh, no. Now I'm, I've, I've given up, so. Oh, man. Um, so, what? tell us a little bit more about your future goals and aspirations, maybe, like, starting a family or... Yeah, so, honestly, it's it's kind of all up in the air right now, I would say, and that's, that's what I really like about this time period in life right now is I can kind of just do whatever I whatever Meek and I feel like doing, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working as a medical assistant right now, getting some uh, patient care hours so I can apply to PA school. They say you need about, like, 2,000 hours to be a competitive applicant, which is about a year full-time. So yeah. this is my kind of gap year in between that. Um, once I get those hours, obviously, I'll apply. We'll see what happens. Um, it's really competitive. So. It is. It is competitive. Some people take, like, a couple of years to get in. Oh, yeah. Too. Sure. So that's why I'm, like not necessarily holding my breath on that. Um, but I'm also like, I wouldn't mind getting into like the running coaching kind of thing or like, you know, staff kind of deal. Cause yeah, I, I think it would just be a cool way to stay a part of the sport. So, um, speaking of that, you are an assistant coach at Utah state now. Yes. I'm the, vol- the volunteer assistant coach here at Utah state. Um, you know, it's been weird because I started a couple weeks ago and I haven't really done much, but I'm hoping that <laughs> we're, we're trying to get our, the, the schedules online and stuff like yeah. that so I can start helping out um, yeah. a little bit more and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, Meek and I, like, we might go to Peru for six months, just family there. So there's a lot that we could do, mm-hmm. uh, but she still has a couple more months of school, and then we'll yeah. kind of decide from there. But Well, I feel like this is a perfect time in your life to just kind of take what happens and, you know, make the most of it because – we're never going to have this much freedom again. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you prefer running in the mornings or the evenings? Oh, the mornings. I'm a morning person. Okay. Mika hates me for it. I, I feel like she's kind of a morning person, too. Well, I think I've like started to like bring her over to be oh, a morning okay. person. I, I make her get up with me sometimes <laughs> to do a workout and stuff like yeah. that. So Only if you bring her Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll stop and we'll get our coffee afterwards for sure, but... Um, definitely a morning person. Okay. Um, so. what's your, what's your Starbucks order? What's your go-to Starbucks order? Usually I get, I get an Americano with like some sweet cream. So like nothing like super special, but if I'm feeling like I want like a little treat, a little reward, I'll get a, I'll get an iced vanilla latte. It's oh. a little sweeter, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so if you did get the opportunity to go professional in the sport of running, would you take it? Yeah, for sure. I would honestly... If, like, if any, like, group was, like, hey, like, you can just come work out with us. We'll give you some shirts, say you're on the team. You know, you can come to, you can fly out to some meets with us, you know, and I would still have to work. Yeah. I would do that. I would do that because, you know, yeah, I have training partners and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hoping that Mika will, like, be the one who, like, actually goes pro. Yeah. Because then, you know, I'm, like, still part of the sport. I can do my running thing, and then she's, like, the more, like, serious side of it. And stuff like that. Yeah, let's let's do some random questions. So, if you could go to dinner with anybody in the world and have like a two-hour conversation, who would you choose? Oh man! And not your wife. Of course, you're gonna choose your wife first, but like after your wife. 
okay, you know what? This is probably like, I'm not going to try and think about this too much, but I just got a book, a new book. Uh, it's called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I'm like not very far in, but just from what I've gotten from the book so far, I think, I think you'd be a good, a good person to talk to because he seems to have a unique outlook on life and stuff. And he's famous yeah. too, so kind of cool. Yeah, so. no, for sure. Um, what is your favorite or what would be like your last meal on earth? Oh, I'm going to say like, don't say pizza rolls. No, I was thinking about saying pizza rolls, but I shouldn't. I'm going to say like, maybe like some like type of like a uh, pasta, like some cheesy pasta, like maybe some like mac and cheese with like, like the crust is like baked on top of it. And... Oh yeah. Like the breadcrumbs. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think, I think I would like that. I think that sounds like it. All right. I do like mac and cheese. So. Um, what is your favorite type of shoe to run in? Oh, so I like to run in, I mean, usually I run in the Nike Pegasus, but that's like, I don't run in that because I necessarily like it. I just run in it because like, it's what that's, they give you that's, for free. yeah, it's what they gave us for free and, um, I'm used to it, but anytime I buy a shoe, it's the Hoka Clifton. I think okay. it's what I really like right now. So yeah, no, for sure. Um, what is something unique that you think you do as an athlete? that maybe like gives you an advantage or leeway because you do that certain thing? Oh man, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm like that like unique. I feel like there's like a ton of people trying to do what I'm doing right now. Um, but honestly, you know what, Mika's going to laugh when she sees this, but I, uh, I like to watch motivational, like cheesy motivational videos. Yeah. And the, they're they're terrible. They're like, yeah, nobody believes in you, whatever, whatever. I like to watch that to give me like a chip on my shoulder yeah. and make me mad. And that's when, that's how I also stay motivated and stuff like that. But uh, no, that's a that's a good tip. Maybe I should start doing that. I pretend I pretend like the world is against me, and that yeah. makes me feel like I want to go out and run. So yeah, that's what I that's what I do. Um, when you set goals for like races and stuff, then do you have like an ABC goal, or do you just have like a one shot, like one all goal? Yeah, you know, usually I, I like to say I would have an A, B, and C goal, but I definitely, usually I'll have like a one-shot goal. That's just because that's where my heart is, you know. Yeah. I'm like, you know, for my marathon in December, it was like Olympic trials or bust, right? So it's like, obviously, you know, there was like, all right, after that, like, I want to go like 219 and then like finish, right? But um, I think it's, I think having A, B, and C goals are, are very important, so I try to do that at least. Yeah. So, um, what was it like being teammates with like Connor Mance, who is now this like idol in the running world? You know what? I think it's like good and bad in a lot of ways. Like, it was first of all, like he's a great person. I love him. He works so hard. He's like crazy talented, and it's it's nice to see. It was nice to be on a team with someone like that because you see how good he is and you're like, wait, like I'm doing the exact same stuff that he's doing. Like I should, I can be close to him. Right. Yeah. Um, but then it's just, it's also crazy. It's very unique to see like someone just like be as good as he is. And like, you just, you see it and you're just like, I don't even know how you get that good. You know, it, it yeah. just kind of like blows no your words. mind a little bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, it's great. And you know, it's nice too. Cause I'll, I'll call him every once in a while and ask him for training tips and stuff like that. And, and uh, so it's good to have someone like that kind of in your corner rooting yeah, for you. So For sure. Well, I don't want to take too much of your time, um, but 
thank you so much for coming on this podcast and we loved learning more about your training and about your life and everything um what is one tip of advice that you want to give to people watching this maybe to in the running world and just in life in general just like your one shot last tip of advice yeah um i think my biggest tip for this is anything for anything but for me this like applies to running and stuff like that but it's like if you think you have more to give to something, you should you should dedicate some time to that and to really make sure that you know you got everything out of something that you wanted, right? So just no, just go good. for it, go for it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, and thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon.